Welcome back to Seattle Sucks, a podcast about hating the city we love. It's me, Colin. I'm here with Greg and Brian. Hello. On the boat. Hello, hello, hello. We're uh, we're here on the boat. We're here on the boat. That's right. <laughs> uh, just like last episode, Greg's going to start off quiet, and then we'll probably crescendo uh, into a what, cannon. Is that what they used in the 1812 overture? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh. That plan is really loud. <laughs> all right, all right, audience. We're we're cutting <laughs> we're cutting to fix the plane. Yeah. Here, just seal it up. And we're back. Everything's sealed up. There's only enough oxygen to survive for 30 minutes, maybe, so we better be quick. I'm breathing heavy over here, sorry. Uh, I don't think we have the executive function for that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so, well, before we get into it, how is everybody? You guys okay? You doing all right? Getting excited for the fourth? I mean, first of all, um, I lack all patriotism <laughs> I, I, I have the op whatever the opposite of fucking patriotism is is how i feel about america traitorism <sighs> yes the emotion i feel around the independence day is treason for <laughs> sure mm-hmm. um uh yeah i hope this uh i hope the empire falls is what i'm saying um any day now it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be on july 4th but and it'll probably be a gradual process. <laughs> um, well, look, Colin, I'll let me answer. I mean, Greg's clearly tired <laughs> of all this, but... Uh, I, had to, I had to work, guys. Oh, know, no. It's only once a year that you get to celebrate this great country. I, for one, will be out there uh, celebrating it and our great leader, the Ayatollah. <laughs> uh, and may God strike down the infidels. <laughs> And uh, look, if America comes for us, we're going to fuck them up. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to it. Inshallah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Well, awesome. Uh, We are back on the boat, and it's been another wild week. There are ups and downs. Yeah, tell me about it. Like I said, I had to work. (laughs) You hear that, listeners? Greg uniquely worked. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike everyone else on planet Earth, I I had to to work work. for the weekend. Then I was, you know, hey, Greg, we're all working for the help mother move. Um, And then all day today, (laughs) to help mother move, I've been preparing for (laughs) taking the boat out for for Independence Day festivities. And I have been wrestling with the, this massive project of rigging old um, unexploded torpedoes to the bow, <laughs> like, like in you know, like an African queen. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it is so it can so I can just ram it into something whatever you need to mm-hmm. it is really weird that mother is here in the chair wearing <laughs> those clothes and the wig the wig's a nice touch but uh mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> and speaking Mother speaking of bones, boy. I think we're, we're gonna talk about some barbecue. Some you guys like you guys you like barbecue? Oh, I love it. Good love segue, Colin. Yeah. You're a real <laughs> podcaster now. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Anybody got a, a favorite barbecue place in town? <laughs> well, you know, I heard I heard this one called Jack's. Uh, I believe it has a few locations, but notably one in, maybe in District Two. Mm, yes, I, that the District Two part seems superfluous. <laughs> but yes, it's it quite good. Yeah, I'm, and for everyone else, I'm sorry. I don't know what dictum that falls under technically. <laughs> so please pardon me. I know you're all probably very lost, but. Uh, but hey, seriously, what kind of barbecue do they have? I, it know. is Texas style barbecue. Texas, so, so brisket. brisket yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Actually, it, look, it is good, and I mean, I would hate to have to hear anything oh. bad about oh, yeah. Texas barbecue. Give me a nice <laughs> spicy red barbecue sauce. Yeah, and yeah, burnt, yeah, heavy, a burnt end of brisket. Pepper. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh, that sounds mm. good. Shinerbach on tap. Yeah, it all sounds great. Which is why I'm glad that we're just here to celebrate it, and not hear anything bad. Yeah, that's true. Um, Except there was a little kerfuffle with Ari, Ari Hoffman, and I think <laughs> the, dun, dun. the Hoff father, the Hoff father. The that's father, right, yes, the yes. Uh, bouncy house magnate, um, real estate and inflatable real estate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was going to hold a basically it looked like a campaign event with a suggested donation of a hundred dollars. And then there was a little bit of backlash. And Brian, you had a really great way of summing up this whole thing. Yeah, you know, there was the announcement via flyer that Ari was having this uh, fundraiser at Jack's, to which everyone was like, no, boo, that sucks. Jack's actually good. That fucking sucks. He's supporting Ari. And then, uh, so, like, a single person posted about how this sucked on Twitter. And Jack Timmerman, who owns Jack's, popped onto the mentions and basically was like, oh, no, that event's not happening. We're shutting it down. And so everybody's like, yay, Jack's Barbecue. (laughs) Everyone gorged themselves on brisket. (laughs) Yeah, we all went and just injected brisket into our veins. To own Ari. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. to trigger the... The conservatives? Conservatives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We gave ourselves a coronary arrest uh, <laughs> to own Ari. And uh, then somebody in the mentions decided, huh, I wonder if, uh, just for no reason whatsoever, I'm just going to check <laughs> Ari's donations, <laughs> announced donations. And uh, old Jack Timmerman shows up there for 500 bucks. So back wow. to Boo. Yeah. So Boo <laughs> Jack's Barbecue. What I'm hearing then is this he, this wasn't just like a guy who was like, sure, you want to have an event in my place? Like he he's an active supporter. Yeah. And when, like you said, one yeah. person said something about it on Twitter, it turns out he's also just a big weenie. Yeah, 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 yeah most yeah. likely. Yeah, because I think everybody's initial impression, because you can rent, like, a room at Jack's yeah. for a special event. So I think most people are like, oh, well, he just, like, <laughs> rented a room, and then was like, yeah, J- basically then presented it as if Jack's Barbecue was, like, a supporter, a key supporter of Ari's campaign. Uh, at which point, when Jack was so quick to, like, cancel the event, everybody's like, oh, yeah, that must have been what happened. Only to find out that, oh, no, 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 like, <laughs> Jack is a supporter. He's just a coward. Well, it was did, has, did he also fight in the Battle of Georgetown? <laughs> we don't know. I We certainly won't steal Valor for him, so we'll have to check the roles. But, but yeah, so, I mean, Ari was on a real barbecue, uh, you know. It was a roller coaster. Roller coaster, yeah. yeah. And, and uh... I, I feel like he might have been persecuted. 
<laughs> well, you're not alone in feeling like like that. All kinds of people came out of the woodwork, and as we know, Ari's go-to thing is that this, of course, was anti-Semitism, and uh, this was a classic target of anti-Semitism: Texas barbecue <laughs> restaurants. That this was uh, fascist. Hey, stuff. first they came for. Barbecue, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I said nothing. Um, what is brisket? And the chosen people—that is their chosen meat. That's so true. Yeah, we need to reevaluate synergy. <laughs> and so, of course, the one of the brain geniuses uh, in the media sphere, Jason uh, Eddie Munster rants <laughs> came to the defense. Very disappointed, of, by the way, that none of our listeners have followed up with what Jason Rance's real name is. <laughs> yeah, refuse, somebody tell us, please. I refuse to look it up. Uh, also, it would be anti-Semitism if like, a Carolina-style barbecue place like, offered <laughs> to host him instead. That would be anti-Semitism. Wow, thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. Uh, so, Jason... Love that mustard sauce, though. It is pretty good. <laughs> well, the plus side is because it's a sort of vinegar and tomato sauce in Texas yeah. that the dairy never does touch the meat. So in that sense, it is still mm. kosher. Sweet. <laughs> That's a plus. Um, so Jason wrote like I, this giant sort of, I don't even know what you want to call this, but uh, rebuttal. Opus. Yeah. Oh, his, his opus. Um, Titled, Seattle Restaurant Caves to Pressure, Cancels Conservative Event. And for some reason, it has a big Twitter icon all blown up <laughs> as its, like, uh, hero image. If you're not familiar with the website Twitter.com, here's an image <laughs> where all Where all the trolls live. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we thought we would read this great masterwork for, uh, right now. <laughs> Thanks, Colin. Yeah, you're welcome. Seattle City Council candidate Ari Hoffman was set to host a campaign event at Jack's BBQ in Soto. But then a small group of professional activists got wind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Specs getting paid. I, I heard yeah, that. Right. Well, I love this. By the way, small group is probably overstating this case. Literally one person on Twitter <laughs> posted this. It was like, that's fucked up that Jax is fucking hosting yeah. Ari. Yeah. And then Jax, like, so it wasn't even like a campaign. It literally no. was just one person being like, wow, that sucks. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that was yeah. all that Jax Jack is such a weenie yeah. that it, he didn't even wait for it to like blow up and right. get, make the rounds yeah. and like become a big Twitter thing. He's like, oh, damn. He's, he got added and he's like, yeah, no, I'm, that's my bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because I mean, I think he caved within like forty-five minutes. I mean, it wasn't even yeah, that long. It, it was quick. Yeah, it, was it was super it was quick. Fast. Because I remember, I think I, I think I maybe sent the thing to to uh, Colin, and then like seconds later, was like, oh, here's the <laughs> here's Jack update. Uh, uh, That's yeah, probably update. how Ari found out. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, so the way that Eddie Munster puts this is. They put on pressure. Boycotts were threatened. False. And the event was canceled by the venue. This is a mistake. And as sympathetic as I am to the owner, he's enabled this kind of dangerous behavior. Can't negotiate with terrorists. Or, that it continues. or professional activists. Exactly. Again, we get this professional language. The small group of professional, perpetually angry Twitter activists were outraged that a restaurant host 
candidate. What does he actually mean Dave by professional Dave. in this context? It's, like, I think he thinks all these people are like bankrolled by well, George Soros. Or well, something. yeah, the thing is, is that. The actions against Ari are anti-Semitism, and they are part of a plot from uh, George Soros' international banking cabal. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this is where the right gets themselves tied in knots because for them, everything is like it, it, like they literally believe in the protocols, right? Yeah, right. So when they want to call anti-Semitism, they really get tied in knots, like <laughs> fucking themselves up with it because <laughs> all their other myths are right. All, uh, and, yeah, linked to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, he never. He never qualifies that in, in in any way. He just says it like it's a fact. Oh, they they all one hundred percent believe that like every person on Twitter who is their grandkids' age and makes fun of them is yeah, uh, like, a George Soros. Yeah. Well, this how well, that I mean it makes sense. Like, like yes, when George you're Soros from another culture, <laughs> when you're from like another culture, you just make assumptions, you know, about you know things until you know that they're different. Like in their world. All those, all these talentless hack idiots are bankrolled by billionaires and have like make work jobs to crank <laughs> to crank out this conservative shit. I mean, how many fucking like how dare you say that about Saul Spade? Conservative <laughs> radio shitheads are on the radio in this in this t- market alone, just like yeah. blasting at the airways <clears throat> with nothing to say, <laughs> like this asshole. And yes, sex hair. <laughs> well, and uh, <laughs> fucking sexy. Yeah, the uh, my Northwest or whatever, which this was posted on, has like conservatively fifty-two op-ed writers at all times. Yeah, that are probably all like being paid more than <laughs> than anybody at the Seattle Times or whatever. And it is this like funny thing of uh, you're probably right that, that there's so much on top that they don't even understand that, like, yeah. everybody else is <laughs> yeah like no other people are actually working out here <laughs> yeah the small group of professional perpetually angry Twitter activists were outraged that a restaurant hosts a candidate they disagree with Hoffman has two characteristics a lot of Seattle progressives hate he's conservative and he's a Jew yeah, this, is, this comes Whoa. up. <laughs> this comes up all the time that's in progressive like, circles. Yeah. That's a that is an incredible hey. thing to say. You just if you've yeah. got that big gun, you don't. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit! Don't I mean, back. that's yeah. a lot different than saying like random people who are making some critiques or finding some picking apart something that you're going to claim is some anti-Semitic trope or some bullshit like that. He just said progress all progress Seattle progressives quote are. He said he said a lot, but yeah, it's well, you know, it's, it's very funny for Jason Rance to go from one day claiming that uh, all communists are Jews to <laughs> the next day all conservatives are Jews. I mean, at some point they're gonna have to decide, like the conservative movement's gonna have to decide who's Jews and who's aren't. Yeah, it's honestly, well, I, when convenient, I think yeah. is the. Uh, yeah. uh, they don't, that's the thing about conservatism they don't have to decide shit yeah they're they, nihilists. they never have to mm-hmm. decide it's all fucking meaningless yeah well if anybody who listens to these people like it's actually on you yeah for like continuing to listen to these fucking morons but yeah yeah uh <laughs> i did like the what was that right there at the top when you read there was there was some other like fascinating things too about uh these sort of activists harassing oh um they put on pressure. Boycotts were threatened. 
Yeah, I mean, this, again, this whole thing about boycotts being threatened. Or no, it's the thing about they were mad that a, a restaurateur was hosting somebody they didn't like. And I guess the question for that is, I mean, like... What, oh, yeah, what, a candidate what, they disagree with. Yeah, like, what what should they feel about that? <laughs> like, yeah. can you not be upset that uh, somebody you disagree with is is doing something? Like, yeah. isn't that the heart of politics is... Yeah, as uh, not being satisfied with your opponents. Yeah, that that is totally fair. I mean, yeah, I mean, there that, but again, yeah. this isn't about like any real argument. This this guy is a right wing <laughs> shithead. That's just you just say whatever conveniently works for you in that moment. It's the, yeah to try and pick the logic apart. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if um like you're grossly grocery clerk like started wearing an armband like with a swastika <laughs> on it you'd be like wow shit man i don't know if i'm gonna shop there anymore it's <laughs> like, not weird that's that's normal yeah you know? yeah so these activists immediately pressured the bbq joint to ditch the event and then it was canceled <laughs> jack timmons is the owner of the restaurant and told me over the phone that he's a bbq guy not a politics guy. <laughs> His business has been negatively impacted by the homeless. But he doesn't know what to do. But right now, he just wants to lay low until the controversy subsides. <laughs> Coward. So, yeah, what a Coward. fucking garbage paragraph. But, but, yeah. Well, that, like, his business has been affected by the homeless. Like, yeah. In what way? Yeah, like, can you throw some mud on the people already covered in mud yeah. before uh Well, I'm the homeless keep uh, turning up, like, the temperature in my, like, barbecue <laughs> pit is drying out the brisket. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. To keep... To keep Panhandling for money to buy my barbecue. <laughs> Sucking yeah. out the marrow from the discarded bones. Which, by the way, I've been to that restaurant several times. I've never seen like a homeless person. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Well, that was this before or after the Battle of Georgetown? Oh, that is true. That is true. Okay. <laughs> after businesses cave, as Jack's BBQ did, there's usually disingenuous claims by the children terrorizing these establishments <laughs> now they'll enjoy dinner at jack's it just so happens they have seven long lost brothers who who he just made contact with guess what they're in town and they haven't figured out where to eat dinner they'll reward you for seeking to silence political opposition by going to your joint and maybe jack's bbq sees a small bump tonight or tomorrow as a result of kowtowing to these economic bullies Maybe these Twitter trolls will end up buying boys. a slab of ribs or a pulled pork sandwich. But that bump, as tiny as it is, quickly goes away. And then you're left with what you had what with what you just helped to do to this city. <laughs> Which is not host a campaign event for a guy who's gonna come like eighth in an eight man primary. <laughs> like, I mean the funniest part about this is clearly the reason why Jack is like you know, being a coward about this is that nobody likes Ari. Like that—that's yeah. what it's come down to. Yeah, like, everybody fucking. Well, hates what, Ari. Well, what he, but what he's saying there is people can't, people shouldn't come in on bring <laughs> politics into these small businesses and whether they're gonna. This guy is the one who did that. He gave five hundred dollars right. to Ari and then yeah. wanted to sponsor a campaign event for him. He did. He moved into that place. He. Went on the record with yeah. his money and his business and his support for a massive creep. 
that yeah. <laughs> that is how that this started. Like he could have just been a shithead conservative and not given money to Ari, or even probably just done that. And no one would have ever really cared. But yeah. he then Went decided the he mile. wanted to take his business, the the space he owns, his place in the community. He wanted to lend his name to this guy. So, hmm. what the fuck are you talking about, Jason? Yeah, yeah, well, once again, you know, conservatives just upset that there's consequences in life and, you know, just always looking for a handout. Those <laughs> but yeah, it's, you know, it, it is truly astonishing. And I mean, the funny part is, is I think you'll, this is like a little bit of Ari's death rattle because the <laughs> chamber like refused to endorse him. Fucking uh, speak out, Seattle, which I think only exists. Which is funny because to- you know they found him in the first place. Yeah, right. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, I then, think Ari was going to be the Chamber's person. He's just too stupid. That, like, that's the thing. Like, but even that's the what's like, so oh, great about it, dumb. is they went out... This this tells you something. They went out looking for people, and they were like, we need fire breathers. We need people who are really, really anti-homeless, <laughs> anti-tax, mm-hmm. anti-city council. We need to... That That's what they went out looking for, which is mm-hmm. why they found and recruited Ari. And now it's blowing up in their face. Yeah. Well, I think they were like, let's uh, bring in somebody who's going to play on the deep unpopularity of uh, Kashama Sawat and like others on the council. But the problem is, it turns out that uh, those people are actually kind of popular. <laughs> in that, <laughs> in that uh, it's actually like Ari and his weird crew that's like people fucking hate. But uh, I mean, Brian, it's pronounced Shama. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> what, Anyways, you think no one's gonna notice that? Anyway, he's been on the council on. for years. Cancelled. <laughs> no, I just, uh, Greg, I, you, can cut been... the, you can cut this. I'm just trying to help you out. I'm already cancelled this week, so you can you're too late, Greg. You're I'm not trying late. to cancel you. I'm, I'm yeah, trying to give a, you a leg up here, conservative? buddy. Conservative? Isn't that what he yeah, I, I, called I, you? Well, I am a racist because I made fun of boomers on Twitter. Yeah, you're ageist. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I was assured that Wait was a minute. just as okay, bad Okay, trying to racist. pick apart, like, trying to pick an, any kind of argument out of that is a fool's errand because that was the most insane fucking gibberish. That guy, <laughs> that guy is following me now and he uh, retweets my tweets now. It's very bizarre. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> he actually, I, I, I know I offered it up in jest, but I think he is my dad now, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm so proud of my son, Brian. Look at what he wrote. Look at what he's Honestly, retweeting. like so far, like antagonizing uh, people uh, directly and personally has only been good for this podcast. <laughs> I, dis- I disagree with that. Almost anytime you see antagonism, it's Greg. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I piled on a little in that exchange, but yeah, Sapiro was. Uh, I've been playing Sapiro the Dragon all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah anybody can give a check my twitter feed to figure out what the fuck we're talking about but the point being is that yeah i mean ari like has no actual base of popular support to the point that his own organization speak out seattle split their recommendation between him and somebody else like he couldn't get 100 yeah. recommendations yeah from his own organization well because right. they they yeah. now they know he's they're not seeing win. yeah yeah that he's they're seeing that the bouncy house magnate may not have been <laughs> the place to put all the eggs in the basket. Yeah, they're That's seeing weird. their strategy of being like, this is like the beer hall putsch here. Okay, yeah, like the yeah. 
like they they're seeing like oh this isn't gonna work here okay this was too too much too soon too mm. too brash you know and they're going to they were radicalized but now they're going to be like actually politicized they're gonna figure out how to you know come around next time and these people will be like yeah, a little more a organized. Force, yeah. Well, I mean, the funny part was is the sort of Safe Seattle, Speak Out Seattle, which are both the same organization, despite what they might tell you, uh, ran three candidates in 2017, all of which didn't make it out of the primaries, all of which were like dead last in their primary. <laughs> I think the three of them combined for like 3,000 votes. Wow. And Ari's going to be in the same boat. And, uh, you know, Safe Seattle especially was like, we can't be splitting her attention this time. We got to we got to back one candidate and make it work. But it turns out if you go on the Safe Seattle page, all those people will proudly say that they live in Bellevue and stuff. Yeah. So it's this thing like his entire base of support lives outside of the city, which is a real hindrance in a city council campaign. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I think that is a great point because I think Ari might actually be a popular figure, but he's not going to be popular in his own district he's because he's just representing the sick crazed craven minds well and the thing is he's too stupid if he was smart he would have parlayed his complaining about the homeless in this council race in order to get one of these 52 editorial spots for my northwest or for whatever dumb thing (laughs) yeah and he would have been had like a conservative media job but he is too politically dumb that he keeps just yelling anti-Semitism, which nobody believes. And like in, in nobody here cares either. Like it's part of the problem. Too, yeah. Nobody can see how it gives a shit about religion. But the, I mean, if he had just been like a hair smarter, he could at least had a media job when this inevitably falls apart. Yeah. I think he though has romanticized his own candidacy and he sees himself as like the lone cowboy who's going to ride into town, set things straight, and then ride off into the sunset with a big old bag of homeless people dragging by on his mm-hmm. horse. Never yeah. to be seen again, you know? that. Yeah, I mean, the anti-Semitism thing, I only think he watched what happened to, like, Ilan Omar and what happened to, like, AOC. And he watched the, like, the hell the conservative media basically, like, so easily race-baited the Democratic Party into, like, killing their own fucking uh, candidates that uh, I think he's just like, oh, I'll just do that here. But he didn't realize it. Yeah. <laughs> he realized it didn't work the yeah, other yeah. way, constantly claiming you're a, a victim of some very, like, confusing, hard-to-pin-down shit is, mm-hmm. is not a political strategy. Yeah, yeah. That's not like a... Yeah, you can't run on that. And also, everybody realized very quickly that his one claim to anti-Semitism is that somebody said an anti-Semitic thing roughly adjacent to his name on 8chan. And I think most people in a city like Seattle understand that, like, well, anti-Semitism is the language of 8chan. <laughs> like, I don't, you yeah. know, like, congratulations. Like, you know, who cares? Like, it's not a big deal. Like, that, you know. It's not that... It's, it's not, a fucking cesspool. What are you going to do? Yeah. And, like, you know... The fact that uh, you were mentioned like just yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah the reason why he's being talked about ha is because that's his fucking base on there like i mean you know <laughs> yeah but yeah again this the, contradiction yeah whereas uh, like rich smith to point out the stranger you know other council candidates get like hundreds of actual death threats that aren't just random like you know fucking edgelord comments on HM, but are, like actually like letters being sent into them and stuff like yeah like directly addressed mm-hmm. to them that also have plenty of anti-semitism at it uh but you know you don't see 
Yeah. You know, other or, council members do. Yeah. Or so. people adjacent to council like Erica C. Barnett. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's also maybe important, though, slightly pedantic to say that it is pretty stupid to do this using the market as like a system to reward people for their politics. Uh, yeah, it's very stupid. We should try to not give in to that impulse. Well, yeah. we, have to, we have to understand our power isn't as consumers, which is what right. this buys in. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, and it also like a big part of this, like this never again, no boycott ever got off the ground. Not, not yeah. even, even like a Twitter fake boycott. No, well, but sometimes yeah. that shit does like people will really get riled up and like talk. We're going to do this. And that, and to call it a boycott and that's just not what a fucking boycott is yeah like a bu- a, some you know a certain stripe of people saying online that they're not going to patronize some business anymore that they may or may not have mm-hmm. even patronized or may not even be in their community is not a boycott an actual boycott to the extent that that's like a useful political tool is a is about organizing it's it's yeah. actually getting people on the street um, and shutting something down. It's not like not like eating some at a different restaurant. Yeah, and you know, an actual boycott too generally is done to like shut down some important piece of infrastructure or something like that. And in this case, I mean, they keep saying it's a boycott, but it's like again, even even in the cases on Twitter, the, a lot of people are like, "I'm not going there." That's not a fucking boycott. That's just people complaining on fucking Twitter. Right. Go go look at McDonald's like Twitter feed. Anytime they change anything on the menu, and you'll see <laughs> yeah. a million people who have a lot more like passion complaining to McDonald's. It's not yeah. a fucking boycott. It's just people complaining. Yeah, or the know? Pride Bring Oreos. Back the McRib. Get rid of the McRib. Yeah. Did you guys see the Pride Oreos today? <laughs> no. Yeah. Gross. So yeah. So that stuff. You know, yeah. like yeah. I mean, every company that did anything around Pride had a lot more people you know yeah doing stuff about that yeah the you know the stuff but those about, are like, not boycotts yeah, yeah they're not boycotts and like saying you're not going to go to like jacks it's like you're not fucking obligated to go to jack's barbecue yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but the same token if yeah <laughs> if you just as a personal thing if you're like oh this guy's a shithead i'm not going to go to his restaurant anymore that's perfectly valid yeah but yeah, just yeah. know that you're not exercising any power in the world. Oh, sure. And yeah. it is not a point. At least not the kind of power that we should be trying to Well, this is not a, a vital left strategy, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 And con- yeah. and conversely, you shouldn't go somewhere because you're so happy with their politics. Yeah, trust me, the, the, the employer of whatever restaurant you go to instead of Jack's also sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the inevitable lesson of all this. Yeah, there's no, the, that's the thing. In uh, Under yeah, capitalism, yeah, there's there, no there's ethical almost consumption. Almost no, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no better fucking choice out there. I don't know, if there was like a red bar in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. I would go there pretty, I'd just hang out there all day. I wouldn't yeah. only go there. Yeah, and it wouldn't be theatrical, right? I mean, that's yeah. the thing, it's like, I would the, just well, sure. Well, I think it's just as a sign of how like alienated and disempowered people are. That totally, this is the only thing they can think of is to say, "Well, to know, vote with the their dollar." Of, yeah, like I'm going to write you a bad Yelp review. It's the equivalent of that. <laughs> it's like, and ultimately, at some point on the left, we have to realize uh, that shit sucks, and uh, that you know we should do better, right? You know. Yeah. Uh, like the people who wanted to boycott Wayfair or whatever, it's like, oh yeah. Instead of boycotting Wayfair, why don't you support the workers there who are actively pushing the company against ICE detention and stuff right. like that, right? right. You know, uh, support like support workers' movements, people, right? Support yeah. workers' movements. Yeah, <laughs> boycotts are dumb. Workers' yeah. movements are good. Uh, only yeah. boycott in line with workers' movements. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what will happen at Jack's? The people who actually went to Jack's BBQ before will still go. The ones who never visited but threatened to boycott will stay. Will still stay away. I'll still be on the radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jack continues running his business as if nothing happened. So the end of the story is that wrong. nothing's going to change and nothing's going to happen. So yeah, why did he write this? Basically. <laughs> but he'll have contributed to a disturbing trend in this city that ensures this dangerous echo chamber isn't broken. And even though he could have inspired a bunch of other businesses to step up and say they won't be intimidated by simply hosting a mainstream candidate, he may not even agree with the politician, but free speech matters. And instead of inspiring, he chose to curl up in a ball, weather oh, out the is storm, drivel. and lay low until it goes <laughs> this away. Is meaning, mm. it's just, this, is, this is what American conservative media is, what it's always been. It adds up to nothing. It's just about keeping some rhetorical ball in the air. <laughs> Just like <laughs> keep just just throw keep throwing stuff up there to just yeah. keep keep chumming the waters keep keep it it's just yeah. grist for the conservative mill that's right. like mm-hmm. gonna grind us all up eventually but it's just inching there but it's just got to keep like uh boomer like adult uh retirees just like <laughs> oh, awake yeah. they just gotta like they just gotta keep that that part yeah. of their brain functioning uh-huh. the th- where they can't like. They don't remember their children. They can't feed, <laughs> they can't feed themselves, but they know they're all they know yeah. is they're angry and the the one time they will know what day it is, it will be election day. Yeah. <laughs> what well, it's it's not coincidental that he refers to the people on Twitter as like children and stuff. Although it's yeah. not getting as like quite old quite old relative to children, I guess. Totally. Um, yeah. But uh you know, they refer to him as that is that there's also that weird part of the conservative boomer brain where I think they really do like just hate their fucking kids. Oh, but, and, yeah. And that's like a big part of, of pushing that pleasure center <laughs> on their brain, like when they're riding in their car. Because I'm just picturing all these like, you know, old men in their trucks or whatever listening to this fucking Jason go on this Jason go to trademark rants. Yeah. And then and just being like all hyped up, being like, yeah, fuck my kids. <laughs> Fuck my kids not coming over for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Fuck them. But, you know, just getting more and more hyped until they eventually just have a fucking coronary in their car. But, yeah. (laughs) Sounds good. Yeah. Thanks, Jason. I'm not going to give the Twitter trolls the attention they'd so desperately crave. I'm not going to reprint... (laughs) I'm just going to write an entire fucking article about a a one-tweet fucking adventure on Twitter. I'm not going to reprint their passive-aggressive tweets. Honestly, there aren't that many of them. I'm certainly not going to call for You're a You're writing an article about tweets, <laughs> yeah. you also, there's not that many of them, which seems contrary to what he said earlier, but whatever. I don't think anyone should boycott this restaurant. The opposite, actually. But I'm going to talk directly to the owner, Jack, and his future customers, you, on this blog. First, for Jack. I get that it's tough being a restaurateur in any city. <laughs> Hope he hears you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Especially one as expensive as Seattle. I get the tough position you're in knowing that even a small boycott could close your restaurant. I get that you don't have to host any events at all. But I also get that when you enable this kind of threatening behavior, you ensure it happens again and again and again some more. <laughs> Are you honestly okay with that? 
Is that how you want your restaurant to run? Giving in to every lunatic because their political beliefs are challenged? Is that the environment you want in a city? I presume you care deeply for? Where exactly does it end? <laughs> yeah, and what, what Jack would be thinking is going like, shut the fuck up. I'm a... You... You fucking radio hack i run a business i don't actually give a shit about anything else except my bottom line yeah and i i all this posturing i feel stupid for uh like getting out of my league lane and like throwing getting into this politics shit and i'm trying to reverse that because what i do know is um like the dollar is king (laughs) and like i actually work for a living you piece of shit yeah well and i do things yeah right 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 when i do love this complaint coming from jason rance of like you're just enabling people to uh be mad at you and your restaurant for doing things they don't like yet when jason's yelling at his waiter for like not bringing him water fast enough you know (laughs) he's the first person to be like the customer's always right you know like like, yeah like like being an an asshole is enabling people to hate you yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. well that's that's the other like big like tick off for conservatives right is that it's not their fault that everybody hates them right you know like like the fact that i'm like a racist all the time is not my fault that people hate that like like murdering someone's family is just enabling their vengeance yeah yeah You told me you wanted to do something about the homeless because, I presume, you're both compassionate and a smart enough business owner to know it can hurt your livelihood. Why are you okay giving in? Second, to you, the future customers, I think you all should go to Jack's BBQ. I eat at the South Lake Union restaurant frequently. You should enjoy their ribs, maybe the billionaire beef bacon or their chicken. Skip the coleslaw, which I honestly don't like. Sorry. And on the way out, explain that you came for good food. You should also tell Jack you've got his back. If he takes heat for choosing to stand up for speech and break the echo chamber, that if any loser on Twitter threatens to boycott, you'll back the restaurant and you'll bring friends, because no matter our political identity, we stand for more speech, not less. All these morons are going to be like ta- like yelling at the guys in the back cooking the food because they think it's Jack. And like, they're going to be like, oh, we back you, and all these guys are going to be like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> I, I got to say, like, his politics notwithstanding, I was I was... My mouth was watering for some brisket until I heard from Jason that the coleslaw sucks. I'm sorry, you, if your coleslaw yeah. a barbecue restaurant doesn't have good coleslaw, like <laughs> fucking skip it, man. You, that that's the only fiber you're getting with that meal. Like, uh, I got a shit. I for one like to just order a nice little side salad. You know, get that lean piece of brisket. Just keep it all healthy. You know. <laughs> I don't know where that was going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Brian's uh, weakest riff. Uh, <laughs> uh, he he tried to leave it in. Leave do it some in. improv about eating That's healthy, right. and he found himself lost. <laughs> <laughs> you can only improv about things you know about. <laughs> well, what you guys don't know is I have a long list of riffs that I write out painstakingly mm. ahead of time, mm. and I tried to go off the list and. 
Yeah, I have heard it is best to handwrite your riffs first. <laughs> yes, to just yes. really get yeah, the flow. Yeah. I use uh, a typewriter. I, yeah, yeah. I just have them in a file folder over here. I, I flip <laughs> through them real quick. You know? Yeah. Well, that must be why I'm so bad at as a host because I'm trying to pretend like I'm a human. But loud progressive <laughs> trolls have are what? Okay, this is a typo. Sorry. Loud progressive trolls are on a mission to silence speech they don't like. And we're willing to protect businesses that do something simple, like not kick someone out on the basis of their political beliefs. <laughs> oh my god! He did not fucking start with him being kicked out. I he's just doing this all kinds. Is, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's I'm just imagining a guy on a unicycle Who's the trying child? to. Yeah, <laughs> the child here. <laughs> yeah, okay. The well, reader, that, like you said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that and yeah, again, like as if Ari walked in the restaurant and they were like, "Get out" or something <laughs> yeah. like that. It's like they told me you couldn't throw a political event there. I yeah. think that's probably okay. Yeah, but you should also tell Jack that by succumbing to the pressures of a small group of elitist Twitter trolls who don't give a damn about that business, he contributed to keeping Seattle as close-minded as okay, it is. He's said this seven times, right? I know now. this he, article's over, right? Be- like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's not. He has not made a point in. Yeah. Ever. It's, so. Yeah. Well, it's leading to the problem. Made a pretty he, strong a, point vis a vis coleslaw. As a business owner is dealing with on a regular basis, this is the last paragraph. Okay. We were so close. He had the chance <laughs> to help change that and he chose to lay low. So let's give him the confidence that will back him. So the next time he's in a position like this, <laughs> he will feel more empowered to do what's right. <laughs> Damn. Guys, so let's all the, lay hands on Jack and pray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Yeah, um, let's give it up to Jesus for uh, Jack's his confidence uh, in his barbecue recipe. Yeah, Lord, um, mm-hmm. bless this brisket tonight. <laughs> and bless, please give this brisket. And please <laughs> restore, <laughs> restore to Jack that confidence that he, as a pillar of the community. <clears throat> should be able to voice his uh, political grievances in public (laughs) under the banner of his business because he is an entrepreneur and Mm. therefore a hero and he should be running this fucking city. (laughs) Wow. Amen. Moving. Let's move So I guess the lesson was... He Don't needs a street team. Again. Yeah, unless you have like <laughs> a gang of warrior thugs that will mm-hmm. uh, take to Twitter and have I, your back. Yeah, I think that is the lesson is that uh, Ari, Jack, all his backers need a street team to protect Ari. You know, they'll need to separate themselves out. Maybe they can all wear the same color shirt. Yeah. And, you know, just march up and down through the streets (laughs) uh, protecting Ari. So I already have a gang name for them. The Sharps. You can use that one for free. (laughs) Uh, Well, that sucked a lot. Um, I know we're going to try not to say that anymore, but it really did. That sucked a lot. Was there anything else? Are we going to try not to say that? Are we not saying that? Well, we were just laughing about it last episode. (laughs) It's become a crutch for me, at least. Um, That's the name of the podcast. Well, that sucks a lot is how you can pretty much finish every story that's on this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But luckily... That's like the sign-off. That should just... uh, That's basically the sign-off to every segment in this podcast. Well, despite, uh, you know... Jack's or Jack's, despite Jason Rance's awful article, I mean, solutions to homelessness are being offered, right? 
Yeah, I guess. Um, sending them to a penal colony <laughs> where they can not leave until they're better. <laughs> better, better in square quotes. Scare quotes. Which, wait, wait, we should talk about the. We should talk real quick just about Safe Seattle just being on. Oh one yeah! This holy week. shit! Holy shit! They just today, as we're recording, not to give away the date that we're recording, <laughs> but uh, they have accused a international gypsy conspiracy <laughs> of infiltrating downtown with yeah. sympathetic homeless women yeah. and children. I think Dave. What the fuck? Dave Preston was like trying to trying to tweet while he was driving, and he hit like an old gypsy woman crossing the street. <laughs> One of the fucking people literally said that they were worried about a gypsy curse, like in the fucking thing. I mean, yeah, it's it's truly awful. And then we were, I guess, we really <laughs> should be saying Roma or whatever. Although, the, yeah, you know, Romani. It is the dumbest fucking thing too because it's a a reader tip, and then it has a fake follow up question, like how how can you tell? And the person's like, I can tell. Skull by shape? The, basically, yeah, they're like, their skin color, their Whoa. dress. Whoa. No, 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 hold yeah. on. Let, let me find yeah. this. Let me what, tracksuits? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's specifically they're saying women with children that uh, uh, to them appeared to be. Like, yeah, let's let's pause for a second. Let me find this fucking thing real fast. Because, yeah, we'll grab all the safe Seattle bits while we're here. But Jesus Christ, that. Yeah, it's too fucking good to not read it. Yeah, so <laughs> this is from the Safe Seattle Facebook page. And so Dave Preston, who is the main host of the page, has this way of uh, reposting uh, just natural conversations that he has with uh, <laughs> actual people uh, and yeah. definitely not just his own inner <laughs> yeah. thoughts. That's for sure. But he has this, uh, he sets up the sort of uh, dialogue, a sort of platonic dialogue <laughs> right here where it begins read, you know, reader, David, have you noticed an increase in the number of female panhandlers with children in the downtown area? They appear to be of Eastern European descent. <laughs> I counted four last Friday. I've previously seen one on occasion. David Preston. No, but you're the second or third reader to have observed this recently. How do you know they're of Eastern European descent? A reader. They appear... (laughs) This is unreal. Dude, Dude, it's so crazy. (laughs) It is literally beyond parody. I immediately apologize to everybody who has to hear this. They appear to be gypsy-like, oh my olive God. skin. <laughs> I, try to, I try to be as PC as possible, <laughs> and I really hate to guess, based on stereotypes and my own caliper measurements of myself. <laughs> <laughs> but they wear long dresses with shawls over their heads. Mm, no, one else, no one else would do that. Yeah, okay, they don't I'm not English. a race scientist, so I'm not sure about this, but I'm pretty sure... Uh, Romani people are white as fuck. <laughs> I, don't know, I think they like can look better. I don't, who fucking does? Like, like, yeah, yeah dark hair, but, but not. They, uh... they just look. <laughs> look, they just look what you think of Eastern Europeans. <laughs> yeah, white, white people. <laughs> they have signs that say they need money for motels. <laughs> what do they look like? The fucking Sarnayevs yeah. or something? <laughs> Each of them has a kid in tow. It's clearly an organized effort. That's my favorite part. It's clearly an organized mm-hmm. effort. A cabal. What? My assistant says she has seen them in Bellevue and Kirkland, too. I feel terrible for them. I will snap a photo next time. <laughs> yeah, please do. Take Wait, I feel terrible for these uh, professional um, 
activists who are organizing this effort. What is the organized effort? This is all to scam you out of money. They're crisis actors. Is that what it is? Yeah. No, if you go through the comments, they literally believe this is a national conspiracy to uh so they're all like <laughs> the nation cities i can only so like a caravan of romany gypsies the... rolled into town perfect in time their, everyone's watching the mexican border motor coaches Th- this yeah yeah and this and was the time they, for them to make from their move. like west virginia or wherever mm-hmm. american yep. romany right are. that's it's something like that right um I, there's a large community somewhere in america um i've seen it on reality television oh okay. so um <laughs> i like this but then, but they're all here because to it's like they're playing various like long and short cons that are all like yeah. organized mm-hmm. together. And the small time is the you know you send the women and a couple of kids out on the street to panhandle. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you know uh, other people are you know running some kind of running like insurance scams and like. Uh, I, uh, rear-ended, you know, getting their yeah. trailers rear-ended right. on purpose and like... Well, th- you know, luckily... Mail fraud, etc. Luckily, top fan Maria Ann McGregor uh, <laughs> chimes in to help clear this up a little bit. Uh, she writes, they are travelers. Eastern <laughs> European gypsies. Oh, fuck me. Careful when you approach them. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Look directly in their eyes. If oh, you, my God. If you try to offer them help in the form of information, they will scream curses at you. <laughs> you know what's... You know what's... But, well, but she means, like... Yeah. Like, yeah, like, drag, like she, a magical curse. Like, <laughs> she, yeah. she definitely means like that. A hex. Yeah. She means, like, I think we can hex. all agree that she's Holy too shit. That, but. You know what's really unfair is when conservatives... Uh, get labeled as racist. <laughs> no kidding. Um, it's it's a real surprise, you know, when you hear that. Uh, given just such normal fucking stuff on their sites all the time. Well, Safe Seattle also had, along with a little, <laughs> a little race science on our Hol- local. Yeah, can, I am, I'm, can you believe that's just the tip of the? Ice? I am fucking <laughs> gobsmacked by the, I this. I had gypsy invasion. When I saw that, I almost fell out of my. I chair. don't know what. What I is the fucking it. weirdest, funniest part of this? <laughs> the fact that hundred percent there are probably not. Yeah. There might be one homeless person of Romani descent in Seattle, if I had to guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, one person assures everybody that the, the United States has a large population of Romani people. It's like, that is factually wrong. They, they, <laughs> it has absolutely not large. Com- that's yeah. a subjective thing. There are larger like, than my high school. There <laughs> are people of Romani descent in America, for sure. But oh, sure, like, yeah. But like... Weirdly, not a lot, as if something happened to the Roman yeah, people. Exactly. Yeah, Sometimes exactly. Sometimes between, not... like, 1938 and 1945, <laughs> yeah, you know, see a lot more of them. Those big they're... homogenous populations, <laughs> yeah. like uh, the Chinese, <laughs> Romani Gypsies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, but there's, there's, like, a whole weird thing. But So, <laughs> David, the, I'm assuming this is David again, uh, just hours later than... After he'd been cursed for running <laughs> over a Romani. He then helps us out. I'm sorry, this is actually minutes later. By the way, the, their whole, uh, we got a, <laughs> their gypsy curse thread has 137 comments on it. <laughs> but only 11 shares. Cowards. <laughs> Cowards. Uh, so, so then, uh, just moments later, David uh, decides to give us, he gives these little short articles. On He's all channel. horned up now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this one's entitled Homeless Voter Fraud. <laughs> 
<laughs> this article. Wait a minute. This article is about a voter fraud scheme that involved homeless people in Los Angeles. I have heard suggestions about similar things happen in Seattle, but have yet to see any hard evidence. Just gonna throw that out yeah. in the air, though. So that- I love how they couch all their language wait, like wait. that. By the way, do you guys think that the 40 comments on this, do you think they're gonna disagree with that <laughs> statement? <laughs> um, I, I'm just gonna guess what this is, okay? When I hear from a conservative voter fraud scheme, uh, I think what probably is happening in reality is 100% nothing. Um, but it, the details of said nothing are homeless people, um, have are registered to vote at some address that they physically aren't at, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah. And in fact, they live under a bridge somewhere that is not, um, where they're voting you nailed it well this this comes <laughs> so this is a so so Pretty the much takeaway from that it. is yeah. this is an organized uh plot to steal elections through uh-huh, this yeah. not the result of someone not having a fucking home <laughs> well at one point the the one person he complains that like all oh, hey this camp got cleared out of district two and now it's up in the U district, which is what district four yeah, right? yeah, yep, yep. is in district four. And that guy might still, you know, somebody who is registered in that camp might be registered in district two, but is voting in district four. And I'm like, again, not a, as you're so saying, the problem not an organized here. plot. <laughs> yeah. you, you evicted this person and moved them by gun to the, <laughs> to the university. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but what you're saying is when the cops are clearing a camp, they're they're not also offering voter re-registration <laughs> on the yeah, spot. The you know? yeah. yeah, I hope they yeah. at least had their mail forwarded. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Well, fuck off. Well, one way to determine whether this kind of voter fraud is happening here would be to check voter registrations and voting records, and this is by way of getting to what they really want to do, against shelter and food bank addresses. Large numbers of people voting for a particular candidate from a shelter address would suggest although because of parentheses not necessarily prove uh <laughs> that someone might be registering people at that address and then helping them f- helping them fill out their ballots so what he wants is a purge of the voter rolls like if you ever receive social services you should be purged from the and, voter rolls. and, that's, that's, and this is where this is going and the sinister the thing yeah. here that's happening supposedly is people registering other people to vote Oh yeah, yeah. Which is, of course, conservatives hate that. Some acorn yeah. shit right there. It's a real acorn. Yeah. Shit. Which probably nobody in Seattle is doing. They should, but nobody does. But uh, David, he uh, he reassures us that it's not illegal for a homeless person to use a shelter, food bank, or similar mail drop type address to register, and it's also not illegal for them to vote. Uh, comments in the comment section will say <laughs> otherwise. So he concludes. Voter fraud is tough for civilians to expose Wait, because, what? because ballots are secret and address information isn't easy to get. So what a shame. A true operator would be able to figure it out. <laughs> voter fraud. <laughs> voter fraud can be rooted out only when elections officials are sensitive to it and diligent about exposing it. He wants to purge the voter rolls of fucking so, poor people. Because the only legitimate way to register to vote is when as you said, you forward your mail from the postal service. Right. You click the thing that says, "Oh, yeah. also at your house, at your computer," um, or you say, "Send me the thing in the mail," and right. then you get it. It gets in your mail pile, and you sort it through on your dining room table when you're doing all your bills, mm-hmm. and then you fill it out. Uh-huh. 
And that is that is how you register to vote. Anything outside of that, like someone coming and helping you do it, or like doing like a registration drive, that's stealing an election. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> well, you know, uh, it's not done in a home, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, hey, trust the, the very first comment is that you should only be allowed to vote if you uh, have a registered address at a domicile wow. that is in a residential area. Very founding fathers yeah. of, of them. Um, I mean, it begs the I, question. I, I, think that, I bet you if we ask that person, they have some additional <laughs> <Yeah>. requirements, probably. <laughs> it begs the question, though, um, why? You know well, why. Well, let's find out, you know, yeah, but what more than why, David would like to tell you how? Why not? Why does this keep <laughs> yeah. happening? Why not stop it? And uh, he sums up with King County officials would be loath to go after this type of fraud in particular mm-hmm. because if they did so, they would be accused by the, the quote-unquote social <laughs> justice establishment <laughs> of being anti-homeless. Mm. And in these parts, that's tantamount to political death. <laughs> <laughs> so... Come to Seattle where the homeless are treated like kings. Weird. (laughs) Taking away someone's uh, democratic franchise, their their nominal supposed democratic franchise, it it would be seen as antagonistic to that class of people. I I don't know. (laughs) I'm willing to entertain it. (laughs) (laughs) I like this guy, though. This is... uh, uh, I'm going to go and guess a fake name, Flip Dickerson. No, it's got to be real. If I haven't, if I haven't enough information to make a choice, Reed doesn't know who the Nazi on the ballot is, <laughs> or don't care for the choices. I have taken to marking the oval, which he put in parentheses for some reason, on the write-in line and printing abstain. Why? Because a social justice warrior elections office worker could mark my ballot with a pencil and subvert the process. I want you guys to know I count ballots in Seattle and I do that. So, uh, if you don't mark something I do in too, there, yeah. I I just write in uh, uh, Lenin or the closest affiliate. I well, I don't even count ballots. Hmm. I do what that cool Southern guy did, and I just steal people's ballots Hell and yeah. I change their vote. Oh no, no, yeah, Brian, you're doing it wrong. the The real way to achieve the revolution is you just, uh, whereas he left it blank, you know, you just. Circle you fill in the oval for the um establishment democrat, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I, uh, I always that's write on it. the ballot. I don't even uh, look, I just write Ed Murray <laughs> or whatever, whatever, whoever oh. is supposed to support. Is that what we're doing? Throwing now? away your uh, your vote on a joke Mickey Mouse vote, huh? I've been mm-hmm. writing in Jenny Durkin for everything, I guess. <laughs> a... Yeah, I like this guy who does Michael Donnelly. He says King County can't fix roads but can fix elections. What the fuck is happening what on are this the, website? Yeah, what holy is going shit. on on this fucking website? It's just one big circle jerk to yeah. brain death. Well, well, Safe Seattle has has gotten a spinoff chapter in Austin. <laughs> oh, cool. It's called Safe Horns. <laughs> and they cross... <laughs> And they they cross post. Hell yeah! And it shut is the fuck up. You're kidding. Un fucking real. Oh god, yeah. It's it's so good. The person in the thing in the little cross post tries to claim that uh, homeless people didn't exist in Austin until 2013. Yeah, definitely uh, true. Because California libtards took mm-hmm. over the town, uh, and now it's overrun with the homeless. And as someone who's been to Austin many, many, many times prior to 2013. 
Uh, let me tell you that A, Austin's always sucked, and B, <laughs> it's always had homeless people. I don't know where the yeah, fuck no this person's coming. Like, it was like renowned in Texas as being like the city with the most homeless people. <laughs> yeah, I can totally yeah. see that. I was only yeah. there a couple years, but I definitely saw homeless people. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's Bush a college era too. Yeah. yeah, it's like a college town that had like you know. I mean, it, it kind of attracts you know. Yeah. I think it's experienced a similar kind of phenomenon as Seattle, though, in that it's grown a lot with, like, tech mm-hmm. yuppies. Hey, the, the poster was clear. California libtards. Okay. So. Is that is that what we're calling them now? Is I that guess the, so. Is that the safe Seattle PC term? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's nothing, you know, cooler than a website that's to constantly tell its you know, readers <laughs> to stop posting racist content. <laughs> Stop yeah. like stop reposting racist yeah. content from the <laughs> yeah. accounts from their so, own fucking thing. Yeah. Well, I think they've been threatened by Facebook a couple of times, so they try they try and clean the ship up a little bit. But man, they're they're uh, they can't help themselves struggling. <laughs> they yeah. cannot help themselves. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that sucked a lot. Um, <laughs> I did it. I did it again. Yeah. Uh, that, that was totally gonna, natural. I'm gonna too. keep doing. It's see gonna it seem, face, seem natural, but. So, you know, if you haven't seen it yet, um, and maybe you have, um, we've started a, uh, a full, like, broadsheet, uh, daily online, yeah, journalism, um, you're doing journalism now. Mm-hmm. Been submitted for several Pulitzers, waiting to hear back from the yeah. committee. Um, and so that's up, uh, it's, you know, pick up the, uh, the big issues on Sunday, of course, like that's got all the coupons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the freaks have been working round the clock to bring this to you also. So shout yeah. out to them freaks. <laughs> Yo, we had, we, we, we've, uh, we've been shoving like extra barbecue under <laughs> yeah. the, lots the, of, the of other Blevins um, yeah. cage door yeah. mm-hmm. uh, in the bottom mm-hmm. of the bottle printing facility. And um, in return, he's uh, cranked the levers in such a way that it spits out a few copies of our our publication. Yeah, mm. totally. And it's hard to tell, uh, but those grunts and groans—they sound a lot happier. I think he's, <laughs> I think he's finding pride in his work. So, uh, yeah. So check that out. Right now, we're still working on some infrastructural things, but you can find it on our main domain, which is www.seattle.sucks forward slash b-l-o-g would be blog that's blog <laughs> uh, or just go to seattle.sucks and hit the link yeah there will be a link in the show notes and hopefully there will be a link on the page and the this uh, years, coming out concurrently with this episode is a piece from our own uh resident uh crank uh <laughs> wait we're all cranks never mind uh brian platt Tell us about it, Brian. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, uh, I hope to have a few pieces coming out that are about homelessness in Seattle and anti-homeless crusades. And uh, this first one sort of takes uh, the Seattle is dying sort of uh, uh, movie and uh, movement, if we can call it that, mm-hmm. uh, that's happened and compares it with several other uh, anti-homeless panics in uh, the city's history. Looking at, you know, particularly in the progressive era, when, uh, you know, there was this whole area down by the stadiums, it was all shacks uh, of improvised structures that people would live in that was called Shack Town. 
and it was just south of Skid Row, and everybody would, uh, you know, it was the source of middle-class moral panic at that time, too. Because everyone was, like, almost eight feet tall that lived there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They went hard in the paint, mm. and uh, if you tried to bring it inside, no, sir. <laughs> no, sir. It's not going to fly. Um but yeah, uh, it was this you know giant community of people who were largely seasonal workers, which made up a big chunk of the workforce, who would come live in Seattle when you know the logging season was over, or you know fishing seasons and things like that. Uh, some of them were gold miners and things like that, and a lot of them, uh, you know, they lived in everything from you know uh, rundown piles of sticks to like actual houses that they built over time, right? And they would continually sort of upgrade their housing and they lived in communities and actually had you know like leaders in the communities and things like that uh middle class you know society groups would march down there into shack town periodically and uh you know tut tut them about their behavior and whatnot and eventually uh through the department of health a massive campaign was started to burn down uh shack town uh, which you will be shocked to learn that after burning all their houses, it did not make these people any less uh, indigent or, or any less existent. Is that because they neglected to burn down the shacks with the people in them? <laughs> I think yeah. That uh, it is... sounds like it sounds to me from reading your article. The takeaway I got was that their opsec wasn't very good, and they <laughs> let them know know they were coming, and uh, gave them time to flee, which. Um, that's just not how you do a genocide. Well, given in the, uh, there wasn't like a ton of things to do in like 1908, apparently when especially city officials would come down to Shacktown, the people in Shacktown would line the like streets and would just yell at them and heckle them. <laughs> and so at one point Seattle was having this giant, uh, you know, uh, international convention, right? A world's fair. WTOPE, uh, right? Yeah. And, um, they wanted to burn down all of Shacktown prior to the AYPE. And when they came down to visit, everyone in Shacktown just heckled the shit out of them and were like, oh, why don't you bring those visitors down here to see what Seattle really likes? Well, the the motto was the city beautiful for the AYPE. And they said, bring them down here and we'll show them the city beautiful. <laughs> Hell yeah. But, uh, the Seattle Times always that uh, just measured uh, paper that's always been did write in 1905 uh, a large front page feature all about Shacktown, which they referred to as a wretched community of animalism hmm. and uh, referred to people there as uh, the bottom most level to which the human animal can sink. Uh, they seem to be very concerned about potential race mixing uh, that might lead to, that might produce a race that was going to be a heavy menace to the city. Holy uh, shit. So, you know, well, definitely nothing crazy or weird. So is Eric? Has Eric Johnson? Is Eric Johnson like tombs from X Files? Is he like six hundred <laughs> years old or something? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, looking back, we can see they were right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to warn us. And it's funny that it it makes sense that um why the expo was literally on like the opposite side of town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, the University of Washington. They literally Campus. cut. Yeah. Well, it wasn't at the time. It was just a mm -hmm. hill with some trees on it mm -hmm. that they cut down. It was just. It was yep. just nothing out there. And they're like, where are we gonna go? Uh, 
as far like the good <laughs> from neighborhoods, the poor as we'll pass downtown to the good neighborhoods. Then we're gonna go past that even mm. across the other side of the fucking lake to a hill where no one is and chop it down. And that is how we're gonna. So you can just see mm. the city beautiful in the distance. You can stand <laughs> yeah. at the top of the hill. You can see a tiny bit of the city between Capitol Hill and Queen Anne across mm-hmm. the lake, and and in. In that distance, I'm sure it looked beautiful. Yeah, and in this time, too, they also uh, rebuilt the armory to be basically to stand between Queen Anne and Skid Road and yeah. down. Yeah. Like, I mean, not a subtle hint at what they were you know, attempting to do there. And the, the interesting part is a lot of the arguments that got used to... Uh, justify burning down Shacktown are similar to what we hear today about preserving property values, preserving property rights. And the big one too, is that it all came down to, Oh, this is actually a, a public health measure. Uh, scattering like the indigent was a public health measure hmm. to, you know, end uh, tuberculosis and the more uh, insidious where they claim that the, they were the reason for the uh, bubonic plague outbreak that happened in the city around that time. So, uh, which was not true, but got weaponized anyways. Ironically, the first big burning of houses uh, sent a lot of the... Uh, at the time, they were in the Tide Flats, and it sent them just across the waterway. To West Seattle. This, to West Seattle. And everybody in West Seattle just threw this giant shit fit about, like, you know, the homeless coming over on barges <laughs> and setting up in there. I'm guessing yeah. those people had less... Um political power over in West Seattle. Yeah, and- it turned out Seattle didn't give a shit about West Seattle. <laughs> so yeah. you know, this Weird. Um, so much has changed. Yeah, no um, kidding. Yeah. Well, okay, well, it's not like, yeah. that's a good cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, where did these people end up? And obvi- and d- did they go away forever and never come back? Um, if you want well, to know the to answer out. to that, you will have to go to, you'll have to go to a, a news purveyor, a, a news shop, a little mm-hmm. boy with a stupid hat, and saying extra, extra, pay a nickel and uh, Picayune to man the yeah. Seattle sucks. Picayune, if they say they don't have it, they are withholding political <laughs> information from you, they are lying. You can kill them, <laughs> overturn their newsstand at the very least. Yeah, yeah. start uh, with a boycott, also, kick um, all their shit over as a public health measure, burn it to the fucking ground. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, add that quick dry cement into your milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god how do we not talk about that but anyways yeah if you want to find out whether seattle ended homelessness once and for all back in 1913 uh go ahead and pop on the website and definitely check it out uh there's pictures so if you yeah. don't like reading you can just look at the pictures yeah oh, and you can guess what happened if they liked reading they wouldn't be wasting a fucking hour and a half <laughs> twice a week listening to us so wow jesus um, okay uh yeah that's so, your whole reading budget in mm-hmm. in 21st century america so um for some people not hey, for our listeners yeah, maybe the genius the the cream <laughs> of the crop mm-hmm. uh the the intellectual mm-hmm. leftist of seattle mm-hmm. um well should we like people who talk about poop um <laughs> so so we have um was that just a patreon episode yeah speaking of if you want to hear us talk about poop uh, and a lot of other things. By the time this comes out, there'll be what a backlog of a, something like eleven hundred episodes. Oh, yeah, eleven, yeah, 11 times 11. ten. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's only five dollars a month. You can go to Patreon, and there's they're full episodes. They 
come out sometime between one of these episodes and uh, that you're listening to now and the next one after it yep. there is a uh an episode that comes out on the patreon and they are just as like long and droning and aimless as uh, Som- these are sometimes on more different so. topics yeah. Sometimes because people pay for them, we do a worse job. Uh, <laughs> the last one that just came out, we interview uh, you know at Flexor from Twitter mm-hmm. about uh, public art in Seattle. That's right. And yeah, it's a must listen. Yeah, if you want to like learn about Italian design from well, like the eighties, Memphis, mm-hmm. check out that episode. If you want to learn what the Memphis school is, which yeah. I had to <laughs> yeah. very quickly read a Wikipedia while he was talking. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So, um, and then, like I said, a couple episodes before that, we talked about a guy who just like gets shit in his mouth, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, and can't help but screaming it from so, the yeah. rooftops. Yeah, so oh, either... I think this next episode we've got some shit. We got some shit talk too. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. We'll talk some shit about Scat- some shit. Gonna get scatological, scatological. Keep it, keep it in, keep it in. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Scatman yeah. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> something like that so yeah thank you for for listening check those episodes out give us a few bucks yeah. and hear more yeah it also um qualifies you for um direct personal abuse uh, mm-hmm. in public online yeah. if you give mm-hmm. us money you are statistically more likely to be um totally inadvertently abused by me um, from the Twitter <laughs> from the Twitter account that I share with Colin. Yeah. Um, so uh-huh. just yeah. just think about that. Yeah, think about what a treat. I think it is. has to do with me like subconsciously recognizing the name <laughs> so that it, it sticks out. Sure, on the right. Twitter it feed. jumps out on the page. It's like it jumps yeah. out. I don't know but, why I recognize yeah. it, but it's like but it's because you've like said it to me as a new <laughs> didn't we get someone new in the last week? No. No, we've That's had no new patrons. Who's holding no We are one patron away from again, we're just gonna keep saying this until we get thirty, renaming Brian. Yeah. Just, yeah. To, Find someone. Go find a homeless person and sign them up uh, in your house. Commit do not, podcast fraud. Do not register them to vote, but engage in podcast fraud. Yes. And then tell Safe Seattle that you did it. You know yeah. what? The next time someone asks you for money for food on the street, say, you know what? Um, I don't have any cash right now, but I am going to make a regular ongoing donation in your name. <laughs> something more powerful than food a <laughs> podcast subscription yeah <laughs> for me that i will use yeah to no, learn you about know your play we give you we give you permission <laughs> to also share the uh account credentials or at least the feed um rss that is generated for you with that um Hmm. Uh, houseless person. Yep, you heard it here first. Buy one, get one. <laughs> it's a classic BOGO Monday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I think that was it. We were going to yeah. do a quick shout out uh, just to say, I'm not sure when this episode's going to land, but it's a new theater um, in central Seattle off Rainier, the Beacon Cinema. Opens July 19th. They're going to have some cool art house movies. Uh, Return of the Living Dead will be there. Django, if you really like, mm-hmm. you know, spaghetti westerns, and lots more. They're gonna have. Uh, they're also gonna have Streetwise, which is a pretty famous documentary 
from I think it was either the late 70s or early 80s about street kids in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen that before. That's good. Yeah, it is. And it just Dr. got... Dr. Re- Kevin showed me that, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it, it is a great doc, and they're going to have the restored version. I think they're the only theater in Seattle. So if you want to see that, it's coming, I think, later in July. But go check them out. So thanks for listening. Awesome. Yeah. So shall we get to mixing our milkshakes, Wink? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we should. <laughs> Bye. Bye.